I guess the recap for Mandalorian Chapter 10 is pretty simple. It picks off exactly where... Exactly. Exactly <laughs> where Chapter 9 left off. Uh, Mando's just, you know, scooting on by and still covered in slime and everything. Runs into some scavengers, I guess. Because they didn't seem to care about him at all. They just wanted his stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? So it runs into some scavengers. I didn't think there was anything notable there. You know, like, not really any new species or anything that was like, oh, cool, this is a pool from. Yeah, I think it's just a fun little fight scene to watch. Yeah. So we have that. Then back to, it looks like most likely is Cantina, so fun to go there again. Then off to an extra stop on an ice world with creepy-ass spiders. Run into the New Republic. And that that's basically the, the broad scope of the episode, right? And then back on our way to wherever the hell they're going. A planet one sector over Trask. from Tatooine. Yeah, Trask, okay. So I thought, I thought it was interesting that this chapter two kind of mimicked last chapter two, almost, in a way. You know, the original chapter two, um, the second episode in the first Mandalorian, they have... Mando kind of, he deals with the Jawas in chapter two. So, like, nothing really actually advances in the story, like the overall story. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they that they mimicked that again. Um, and then this was a new director. Um, first time this person's ever directed a Star Wars show that I'm aware of. Um, now I need to pull that up. I'm an idiot. It was Peyton something. I'm trying to remember who because I remember reading about it. Yeah, well, and if I'm not going to see them in Clone Wars or Rebels because that's all day filming. And they didn't direct anything in season one, so. Uh, where's IMDb? What the hell? How's this hard? So hard to find IMDb. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, how is that not the first thing that pulls up? Um, so. <clears throat> Cast and crew? Question mark. Episode guide. Okay, well I'll find that. But um, I thought it was interesting. We got a new director. Um, and. Um, I think, honestly, for me, the cool stuff all came in the beginning of the episode. The end was kind of just, like, kind of, like, stuff I didn't end up actually caring about. But. Um, I agree. I thought it was cool they brought in the ant guy. The ant guy is actually a species that was first in, seen in um, A New Hope's Cantina. So I pulled that up for the stream. Um. That's like the quick little shot of it. It's just a weird ant costume in A New Hope. Um, and in Legends, it randomly got some treatment. This is like a shot from like a Legends comic. But I thought that was kind of interesting that they brought that back. Um, their species is called like a Yamri. I think that's how you pronounce it. Not entirely sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was kind of cool just... 
I think for me, anytime they're bringing in like a background character from the cantina, which they have done several times um, throughout the series of The Mandalorian, that's always fun for me mm-hmm. to see, you know, like to see them just, you know, because even though the Amri, the, our ant boy didn't do anything besides say, hey, yeah, uh, go to this planet, you'll find some people, it'll be cool, rock on, right? It was still kind of cool mm-hmm. just to see them actually addressed again. And... I think something. I think that's something that uh, Mandalorian does really well is bringing back things that aren't necessarily touched on. So, like, I mean, in season one, you have like the Love Cat, and then you have our. What is this? five. The Devorians. That was cool. Yeah, you have like the Nitus as well from like, the Kotor games. Oh yeah, favorites. okay. Like I just feel like they do a really good job of incorporating that stuff, and I think it's like probably one of my favorite parts of this episode, if not my favorite part, was the fact that they were cooking the Kray Dragon with the engine, just like you see in Batu. Oh, that's. I mean, I remember just like noticing that when it happened, but I totally forgot about it now. <laughs> Which makes me feel yeah. super dumb. But that's that's probably my favorite part. Yeah, just they they're always. Um, Cody and I made a post about the men, the Tuscan Raiders writing single file, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and how like I mean in general like it's kind of joked about, right? But like at the end of the day, it is it is pretty much a throwaway line from Obi Wan Kenobi. Even if it's the only real only real like factoid we know about them it's still like a throwaway line and you know dave and john won't just like we're showing the tuscan raiders we're obviously going to show and they show them several times there's like i think five different shots in the in chapter nine of tuscan raiders writing in single file and i mean i posted it and was like you know super cool to see them paying attention to the little details and that's really what i think the mandalorian is for the hardcore star wars fans is, I mean, it's a cool show about a dad and his baby. That's the cutest damn thing in the world. But it's it's all the little details. It's the throwaway lines. It's the background characters. It's, you know, even incorporating Batu back into this, you know. Yeah. Even though Batu's not, like, not something you think about as little, but, like, I mean, it's a super cool place, and it's cool to see how holistic it all is, I guess, you know. Star Wars is connected, and it's important to show that even in a theme park. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think, like, you definitely said a lot better than me. I mean, it's, it's two in the morning. I'm exhausted. So, your words are definitely more put together than mine. That's <laughs> something that I love that the Mandalorian has done. is just really bringing it together, like, and not just saying, oh, yeah, this is the Mandalorian, and we're going to do whatever the Mandalorian is, and we're not really going to folks on a thing, you know. Like, right. You know, That's a good point. All, they make an effort, especially Dave makes an effort to really bring in these things to connect it all. Which, I'm really glad they said, like, Tuscan Raiders, and then, of course, there's stuff from Galaxy's Edge, from, you're even bringing in Clone Wars now, if this really is Ilum, but that's a whole other conversation. True. Do you think it is a pl- planet we've been to before? I don't. 
I don't think as so much, either. Because it, as much as it looks like Elam, you can tell just from certain aspects of it, it's not. True. Because... And I was talking to, I think it was JW actually, uh, about the time period. And I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't know when, but I would imagine that Ilum would look so different because it's been roughly 20 years since we see, we've seen it, right? Because Fallen Order mm -hmm. probably takes place roughly 20 years before this. Um, I don't... Yeah, and that's like that's a big thing to mention is if if that really was Ilum, you would have seen like the crater. Right. Like there should be, if if there's not um, first order presence or like remnants of the empire presence strongly there, there needs there, it's gonna be it's gonna look drastically different. It's gonna be very noticeable that something's going wrong, and I would expect that there already is some mm -hmm. type of presence there. See, like I think my number one thing is is that if the New Republic and the Rebellion knew where Ilum was. Mm -hmm. then they wouldn't like the Empire made such a big deal of keeping Ilum a secret I mean, right. they didn't even tell the top ranking like admirals about Project Stardust you know I right. mean, they kept that so secret from that because they didn't want anyone finding out about this so I can't imagine it like the New World just coming in and then there wouldn't be like a whole debacle when the First Order comes in and tries to take it over because that just doesn't make sense, and I can't see Filoni overlooking that detail. Right, and like there was, I mean, it's clearly being patrolled by the New Republic, so that'd be pretty ridiculous if it yeah. was just like, <laughs> if there's New Republic ships just flying over and like, holy shit, I wonder what they're digging down there, right? That would be, <laughs> that yeah. wouldn't make any freaking sense. No, not at So I was trying to check like my his... book, but I can't find. I guess they didn't label. Where for? I was just trying to see every map. I was trying oh, to see um, okay, if this so one had labeled it as top left. I got nothing. I was expecting to see like Star Killer Base or something, but I don't see it at all. Yeah, I'm not sure it's in the map, but I know it's like the top left in those kind of. Unknown region out of area. Right, and then I mean, oh. Tatooine's like all mid rim, and that's just down here. So it's kind of interesting. So I mean, I don't think it is Ilum. That would be weird. I do think it's a new planet that we've never been mm -hmm. to, and then obviously Ilum wouldn't make sense for the logistics of of like what it would look like and you know the first order clearly wanting to keep it a secret from the new republic but when you're talking about about two that reminded me of a point actually i was talking to my dad about this and we were talking about how batu is kind of it's really cool but at the same point it's kind of weird because it only fits in a very specific time period of star wars right mm -hmm. Which, it makes sense that Disney chose the time period that it's most in control of. I mean, I can totally talk about that more later, I mean, but... Actually, the... not necessarily. But I guess, like, my not question was going to be, do you think Mando would ever stop by Batu? Absolutely. I, I was like, I think that would be kind of a neat, unique way, and if they did it, I think that would just make 
bad to even cooler, I guess, you know, because it could have pull from two different time periods, but then also just like the concept of, you know, you can incorporate Mando in where right now it feels limited until Disney's going to do something else that, you know. So, I don't know, have you read any of the Thrawn books? Not any of the canon ones, no. Okay, there's the problem. So, Batu is actually in all three eras. So they go during the Republic, Anakin, Thrawn, Padme, Ron, Batu, during mm-hmm. Clone Wars. And then they go, Vader, Thrawn go back to Batu during the Empire. And then, of course, now you have the sequel trilogy. Right. Yeah. Which is very cool. And, I mean, it's just, seeing it is, like, you know, a big thing for a lot of people. Seeing Batu, which we've mm-hmm. never actually seen on screen. So, I think it'd be cool to stop by, because this would be 20-ish it, years. It, it should be being be settled right now, right? Hmm? Shouldn't this, no, well. No, okay, already... this is 25 years, 20, 25 years before you would be going to Batu in yeah when you would be stopping by basically right it'd be 25 to 28 years so what would be going on now at batu if if mando you know pit stopped what would he find there um he wouldn't find a lot it would probably just be chilling um there's no first order presence i don't believe there's an imperial presence there i generally think it's just kind of chilling it should just be the original settlers, right? Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind yeah. of interesting. And then he could, you know, kind of leave some sort of mark there. And then, you know, you can buy Baby Yoda merch there, which yeah. and is important. I do want to mention is Batu is a really good place for him to go because everyone, everyone stops at Black, Black Spire Outpost. Right. Like, that's the place you go if you're looking for something. So, so. I think that would actually be a really good incorporation into this if they brought in Batu because that is a place where people go to get information. Sure, yeah, and if he's and this season seems to be where the hell am I supposed to go? Yeah. Times infinity. So I think stopping off about two would just be such a good, you know, really bringing it all together first of all, but then just kind of it would be interesting. Mhm. So that mm-hmm. would be nice. And then just segueing back real quick, Peyton Reed was the director. Mm-hmm. And Peyton Reed, his stuff includes, he did Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, whereas or his most recent direction, director stuff. He's done a few different, like, like he did a couple episodes of New Girl. Um, he directed the, he directed Jim Carrey's The Yes Man back in 2008, if anyone's seen that. It's a fun movie. <laughs> so he definitely seems to delve more into, like, the comedy side of things. He did The Breakup as well in 2006. So now that you mentioned that he did Ant-Man and the Wasp, it actually makes sense why that ant figure looked like he did, because as soon as I saw the ant, I'm like, hey, it kind of looks like the ants in Ant-Man. That's kind of funny, yeah. And it's kind of cool that he would chose to bring in um, the Yamri. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, the Yamri's as the Ant-Man mm-hmm. and Wasp director. That's kind of like a neat tidbit. Um, so, I don't know. I thought, I thought overall the episode was well-directed. I mean, I didn't care for the spiders and i don't i don't care for episodes that kind of go nowhere i guess at the end of the day um chapter two i liked more than this one because to me i was like it was all about jawas and you know being like a 
Star Wars fan from like originals, Jawas are super cool, but you never learned a lot about them. So like that's very much like, oh my gosh, I love Jawas. I want to learn more about these guys. Where this one was more of like it went nowhere, but you didn't go into a lot of like, you know, you didn't go back into a species that you hadn't seen a lot about before. Mm-hmm. It was just like introducing a new frog species and scary ass spiders. Yeah, which I mean, I kind of did a little bit of research on them, and I s- tried to find similarities between like the white spiders that we've seen before, so, like the right. albino spider, like a sheik, can't be that. I I would think it's it's a, like a descendant or a relative of the Adelon spider, because those are very similar, and the only difference is they have pinchers. The Adelon mm. spiders have pinchers, where these guys have little sucker things. Yeah, whatever the hell that was about, that was freaking creepy. That's um, all that was. Yeah. I literally, like, the entire time I was just thinking of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, it pretty much looked like that, except for, you know, there was no flying car to save them, so that was kind of rough. Right, it's a ship that can't fly. <laughs> Interesting. A little backwards there. <laughs> it was cool to see Dave Filoni back in the saddle, and I thought it was interesting how they kind of chose to recap that entire episode. You know, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's really weird that they're showing that. Um, yeah, and, like, especially mentioning... The New Republic officer, Devin? Davin. Davin. Gavin. Devin. Because that was Matt Lanner's character. Oh, Lanner. yeah? Okay. Yeah, that was his so, character. So that was kind of cool. I mean, it was cool to bring them in and then kind of, you know, further them on. See, just see him in a little bit of a speaking role besides just kind of pulling up next to him. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it was cool that they, like, kind of went over and recap the episode for him yep. you know where they're like hey you did all these things and you have a run after your rest but you kind of you know fixed it by da 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 so i thought that was interesting oh, i thought so those happy with you yeah but you still suck and we're not going to help you because i mean honestly i do think that's a cool theme is that no one really likes the new republic yeah so i thought that was kind See? of a cool theme it's been present across lots of Star Wars mediums that everyone's like, well, okay, it's better than the Empire, but honestly, this kind of sucks. Yeah, and what I think is really interesting is that the, the Rebellion was all about helping people, mm-hmm. like, no matter what. And then you have the New Republic, which derived from that, and they're not. Like, you've seen that episode, like, he's asking for help, he's like, no, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of goes against everything that the Rebellion stood for. And right forming a government out of that rebellion that doesn't make sense like what happened along those lines where they're not helping people like that anymore and then like a similar thing was that the the squadron storyline they kind of go over hey it's um when they switch into the new republic versus kind of the rebellion they're talking about like more of the rules to their fighting and how they have to fight differently and how I mean, mm-hmm. and it's it's different because, like, they're talking about having to be more, like, kind of civil and not doing, like, these small skirmishes, but rather, like, fighting for the New Republic. But it's still mm-hmm. kind of like how even people are just like, well, I don't like us doing like this. I miss being the Rebellion. I miss being, like, kind of like a little outlaw guy, just kind of, you know, just going out and helping people and just, you know, fighting for what's right now and yeah. fighting for a government. So it's kind of interesting. Like, even Cardoon's all like, I don't want to be... I don't I like. I'm, I'm. I'm done with this. It's just all politics. We're not doing anything. Yeah, and you, you can even see that difference in Alphabet Squadron as well. Like you can see how Hera went from you know being kind of like that outlaw, mm-hmm. you know, group to being no. This is how it goes. This is how we need to do it. Right. You guys need to be professional about this. 
So it was. it's definitely interesting how they've kind of built a theme around it about the New Republic not really being liked, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it's kind of interesting that, that that's like the theme they're building. I think it's kind of fun, kind of makes sense with Episode 7 sequels, how, how the New Republic really just kind of falls apart and everyone's like, oh, well, shit, yeah. but it happens. <laughs> All right. Because, I mean, not like they haven't seen it twice before. True. It's been a rough, rough, like, 50 years for those people. I know. It's a jacked up place to live. But I did really like how much Baby Yoda was involved. He was adorable, and it was very much, it felt like the dad show, you know. Don't do that. Hey, come on, come with me. Things like that. Freaking eating those eggs. So, like, what the hell? At the end, he's like, <laughs> like, what? Where has that been? What the hell? Bad Baby Yoda bad so that was just awful <laughs> but like hilarious i wonder how many of those he ate because it's gotta have been a lot it's just like every five seconds just... like at least four yeah we saw eat at least four of them true so it's kind of rough freaking baby yoda was just hungry on this episode maybe he's gonna grow an inch or something but i don't know i thought it was cute he had him in like a bag and then I love the little hammock that he got to sleep in. Like, that was adorable. Just, like, just like swinging in his hammock. I was like, do I need to build a hammock for my baby Yoda? Oh, you have your Sabak cards. The, the, the use of Sabak was really cool. Mm-hmm. And even calling out a specific hand of Sabak, that was cool. Yeah. What, what was it? What did they have? An idiot's array? Was that what it was? Yeah, idiot's array. Let me tell you what it is. But I thought that was cool. They incorporated Savak in the cantina. I mean, it was it was very Star Wars y right there. And then we had Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh my gosh. Idiot's Array is the name of Star Wars Rebels episode because they're playing Savak in that episode. Oh, that's right. That's where they play it with Ma- uh, Lando, right? Mm hmm. Freaking Filoni. Fel- He's like, let me reference myself again. <laughs> But no, it was cool. And then they even had, I don't know if I said this, that they had Richard Aod come back, you know, and do the voice work for the droid again. So that was cool. Just to even bring him back for, like, what's he say, three lines. So overall, I thought it was a fun episode that went nowhere um, with neat tidbits of Star Wars lore. And just adorable scenes with Baby Yoda. So, mm-hmm. But I guess really that first ten minutes, I think, was just super cool. But I guess Tatooine, honestly, is always just time for like some nostalgia and hidden, hidden pieces. And Mallory has no idea what her hands are. I don't believe you. Oh, here you go. Idiot's Array is a winning hand and winning hand in the card game Sabak. It was used by Lando Calrissian to beat Garazeb Aurelius. So that's the hand that Lando even uses in the um, in it. So it's like. So that's really cool that it's a specific hand that Lando had used in the Rebels show. And 
It's comprised of the cards 2, 3, and the idiot. So. Definitely look into playing Sabak if that sounds interesting. What? $17. Well, there's, isn't there like a $50 one? Seventeen's not bad. I've spent like ten dollars for a rain regular pack of cards. For like my Star Wars playing cards, just regular playing cards, not spot cards. But yeah, some pot cards at Target now, and they're lame. Yeah, no, yeah, the like Target and Walmart ones are not fun. They're not even like the same game, really. So, mm. but it was a fun episode overall. I guess is the moral of the story. But mm -hmm. I think next week will be a lot more interesting. Because I imagine us actually arriving at our planet Trask practically at the beginning of the episode. I would I can't imagine they're gonna show them like just limping along through space. So unless they're gonna show freaking baby odors like <laughs> slurping down more of those freaking eggs. Which would be awful. She'd be out be like by then. Them. These are the last of my He's species. Like There's only three of them. Yeah, that episode sucks. There's a couple of episodes in Rebels you're like, this is awful. Yeah. But hey, that episode ended up playing a huge part. What about the episode there. where they have to go get that stupid-ass fruit for Hera? The main one is teaching Kamaru to win more. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> there's some dumb episodes, but there's some great episodes. I like that episode. Of course you do. But anyways, it's a mediocre episode. But setting up hopefully some cool stuff next time. And I'm liking mm -hmm. all of the episodes have been longer, I think, holistically. This one was about 37 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Without, you know, the five minutes of credits that they have with the really cool artwork. So. Speaking of, do you want to tell me some of that artwork? I can't screenshot it. Yup. Which, just tell me what stuff you want. And I will send it to you. But, I guess that's it for the streams, folks. I hope you thought this was interesting, and I hope you go and watch The Mandalorian. Because, um, even though this might be one of my lower-ranked episodes, honestly, it was probably... I mean, there's ten episodes. If I were to rank them one through ten on my favorites, this would probably be number ten for me. Um, just because it doesn't build too much on existing Star Wars lore. And it doesn't progress the story too much but that's too spoiler and spiders are creepy as shit that's the other reason <laughs> that it's probably 10th but spoiler. it's still a fun episode and Mando's always great and let's be real it's the best thing that's happened this week so there's that so as always may the force be with you guys and I hope you have a wonderful evening or I guess it's morning I don't know but go watch Mando and yeah, have a great weekend ahead of you guys, and we'll be back streaming um, Star Wars on Monday and playing video games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, maybe not Monday. Stay tuned for Monday. Mondays have gotten busy. Uh, but at least Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and of course we'll be doing this again Thursday night, and we'll probably have Cody in as well. So Mallory is tired. Yeah, Mallory about to fall asleep. But thanks for hanging mm -hmm. out, Andrew. It's nice to hang out with you. And anyone else who stayed around, we appreciate your... Hanging out with us and keeping us entertained. So, take care, everybody, and.